Welcome to Remember Me by Intervivos, the show about living life to its fullest, leaving a legacy, and deciding how you will be remembered. And now, your humble team of expert planners, taking the legal world by storm. Welcome to Remember Me. I'm Glenn Wagstaff. I'm here with Mike Black. And uh, today we're talking a a little bit about Chris Kyle, the American sniper. Uh, We're going to get a little bit into uh, his story and, you know, how he's been remembered since he's uh, passed away, uh, his legacy and and his estate. Uh, But before we do that, I want to invite everybody to join us next week. Uh, This is going to be part of a larger discussion where we talk about professionals and, you know, when you go from a life of... Uh, you know, more or less obscurity and just being a regular person and becoming somebody who's uh, more famous or well-known and have a, a larger estate, larger net worth, or even just being a professional in business, a lot of times you have a target painted on you. And so, you know, that's one of the things we wanted to talk about. So we're broadcasting from uh, from Salt Lake City, Utah. And just last week, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was out here skiing. And as she's going down the slopes, there's uh, a man. I, I want to say he was in his 70s. Or- He's in his 70s, a retired uh, doctor. I think he was an optometrist or something. So, so she's so she bumps into him as she's skiing, and uh, and you know, next thing we know, and it's all over the news if you want to, you know, look it up. But uh, but there's a, a lawsuit against her for uh, having bumped into him on the slopes. And um, and I, I, how how much was the lawsuit for? I want to say it was it's something three like, three something million, a yeah, little over three million dollars, three million dollars for bumping into somebody on the ski slopes. And of course, I don't know whether he sustained injuries or not, but I, I have to imagine that um, you know having a, a pretty lady bump into you on the <laughs> ski slopes is not going to cost three million dollars of of damages. Um, well, he explains that that you know it was velocity. She was going out of control, is what he says. And he says a small bullet can make a big hole, and she's not very big, you know. But uh, three million dollars well, worth of hole—I don't know between, if that's you know getting getting hit even hard, right? Getting uh, knocked out even, um, and and getting shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but three million dollars—I have to imagine that if it was anybody else on the ski slopes, it wouldn't be a a case for uh, for nearly be, as no. much, right? And so what happens? Might a, a not lot even of times, be a case at all. It, it, well, and he probably won't be able to win the case, right? <laughs> but when when you have uh, you know fame and money, then that's when people want to come after you. And to an extent, that's what we're talking about today is the idea that you know once once you have a you know reputation and once you have a net worth that's a little bit larger, uh, there's a target on you. And I think that's yep. a big worry for especially for a lot of professionals so next week we're going to have a guest on the show uh, Raymond Ramirez who's with Revolution Financial Management and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about with him is uh, how do you protect yourself as a professional how do you plan around some of those financial and legal concerns um, so that if there were uh, the possibility of litigation against you that you're protected and you have that asset protection in place so with that, um, let's jump into the topic for today. Uh, you know, Chris Kyle is known, you know, today as the American sniper. 
uh, one of the um, one of the the guys from our military that's had the most confirmed uh, kills of any sniper in U.S. history, and uh, and you know he became well known because he wrote his bi- biography and it got published, and uh, you know up to that point there's not a lot of stories where we really get that level of insight into uh, not only just the private life of our, our military members, but also, uh, you know, what goes on while they're out in the field. Um, but then it was made into a movie also. Um, so, you know, Chris was more or less uh, just, just an, an everyday person uh, that wouldn't have been recognized on a large scale other than the fact that, you know, once this book got published, it went big. And I never read the book uh, before watching the movie, but I heard so many good things about the movie that I was really excited to watch it. And, uh, you know, a couple years ago, um, you know, saw it for the first time and uh, really impressed with, you know, what what they did with it. Because what it does is it portrays, it gives you an inside look to the, you know, again, the private life of, uh, of, of Chris Kyle and, and, you know, what it, what it may have been like for him uh, throughout his life. I think it's kind of a good portrait um, of course, it was based on the book that he wrote, but but also just you know what are uh, military men and women go through uh, while they're out there, um, you know, in deployment and having to kind of uh, you know do the the dirty work that uh, that keeps us free and safe. Well, you know, in an interview that he did with, um, I think it was New York Times, but um, he mentioned that he didn't bring this book out. He didn't write it to bring glory to him. He brought it out. He wrote this to show the sacrifices of the families of the military people go through. Some of the sacrifice, and one of the reasons he got out of the military is to save his marriage. But he, he brought that out so he could bring honor to those, the fallen heroes that didn't get any recognition, and the families of those that serve. And, you know, the uh, there's so many sacrifices that, that go unrecognized um, you know, that in particular that our military men and women go through. Um, but I think just watching the, the movie, and of course it ends, for those of you who haven't heard the movie or watched the movie, uh, not to spoil anything, but, but it ends with, uh, with him passing away. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit. And, you know, it's tragic. But, um, but, but in that respect, I think it really does highlight the sacrifices that everyday families go through and uh and of course his family uh had had many periods of time because he did multiple deployments where he was gone and then even when he came back uh you know of course with uh post-traumatic stress with um you know the the difference between you know being out uh in in a war setting and and coming back to you know everyday life um there was probably stretches there also that that required a lot of uh, a, a lot of understanding and a lot of uh, you, you know uh, just uh, accommodations, right? And Absolutely. I mean, it. The wife. I mean, my wife gets upset when people are mean to me, you know. So I can imagine what his wife and his family went through when because he was attacked a lot of times. But you know, the the. Um, just the things he was going through, the things he couldn't tell his family either. They had to be very supportive. Well, and, and you know, you mentioned your wife. When when I come back, because a lot of times I, I go on work trips and, you know, speaking engagements and 
uh, you know, business opportunities that we sit down with people all over the country um, and advisors and so on. When I come back, you know, my kids miss me and, you know, it's hard to be gone for long periods of time. But when our military, you know, go out, sometimes it's for months at a time, sometimes it's for years at a time. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and, and then when they come back, it's just not the same as when they left because so much has gone on since and you haven't seen your, your kids grow uh, over, you know, months. And, you know, you've changed and they've changed and there's a little bit of, you know, getting used to everyday life again that, uh, you know, for our military, it's definitely something that um, that isn't recognized enough, but it's a huge sacrifice that the family takes on. And then, you know, in Chris's case, uh, again, just being able to see his personal story and kind of how it progressed. And, you know, he was just an everyday guy that, you know, wanted to be in rodeos. Right. And be a as, cowboy and be a cowboy. <laughs> and, and then, you know, ended up joining the military and what became a Navy SEAL. And uh, and then became you know a sniper and uh, was very good at what he did, and um, you know some some people in the military I think um, they they go out because because they believe in what they're doing, um, and and some stay in for multiple uh, deployments and so on, not just because of themselves but because of a sense of duty to their team or to their country or to you know those that they're protecting. Um, and I think that was part of why he did it. Absolutely. He mentions that a few times, too, that he did that because if he didn't do what he did, his boys would get hurt. So, you know, coming coming back and, and you know, every, everything else, being able to kind of share the story that he did in his memoirs uh, gives us an insight into a lot of that sort of thing that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. But I just remember, you know, when the book came out that it became a bestseller and it did really well. And then they made the movie off of it. And, and the movie I think did really well as well. Um, he wrote the book before he passed away and published it and uh, was around for a little while, um, you know, while, while it kind of took off. Uh, but then about uh, a year, a couple years after the book was published uh, was when tragically, you know, he, passed away actually, you know, doing service, going out with somebody who uh, was a veteran, kind of, you know, dealing with post-traumatic stress and had some mental uh, disorder, and uh, and he was actually murdered as, uh, yes. you know, as part of that kind of service he was providing. So when we come back, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more about his story. Thanks for joining us on Remember Me. Welcome back to Remember Me, the show where we talk about leaving a legacy, planning how you'll be remembered, and planning for your future. Um, we're talking about the American sniper, Chris Kyle, and uh, a little bit about his life. And, um, you know, before the break, we were talking about him passing away tragically. And uh, before he passed away, he had written uh, his, you know, his memoirs. He had written a biography, and it was a book that became a bestseller. And so um, one of the things that was actually written in that book 
was an experience that he had um, getting in a bar fight with uh, with another member of the military and uh, over some statements that were made that uh, basically sounded like he was uh, he was saying that you know that the seals sometimes should suffer losses that they were due for some losses and and of course it was really close to a, a friend's funeral and uh, and it touched home and so they got in a in a fight and at some point later it wasn't written in the book but at some point later uh, Chris Kyle had had indicated that the person in that fight with him was uh, Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura and uh, and so what ended up happening after that was of course. Uh, a lawsuit for defamation because um, because Mr. Ventura uh, felt that not only was it misrepresented but also that it was affecting him uh, in the military community and so um, well and Jesse claimed it never happened to begin with claimed, time claimed and time again happened. he claims that that altercation never happened and and to be honest in the book it doesn't say that it happened with him right the incident may have happened with somebody else but because uh, Chris Kyle had said at, at another point, not in the book, but I think at it was another in an point, interview that he, he mentioned that. that it was Jesse Ventura, then that's what caused all this problem. So, um, so shortly before his death, uh, this lawsuit was initiated against Chris Kyle. And, you know, a lot of times we think that when we pass away, that these legal problems disappear and our family doesn't have to worry about it anymore. But actually, they don't. And this is a case where the lawsuit continued against Chris Kyle's estate after he died. Yeah, four four years after he died. Four years. Four years after he passed away. The, the lawsuit was going on for five years, but it was four years after he passed away that it was finally settled. So imagine, you know, being Chris Kyle's wife, uh, being left with, you know, that he still had minor children at the time that he passed away, um, picking up the pieces of, you know, a, a broken life when, you know, when the, your loved one and, and breadwinner and everything else is gone and, uh, and, and having to deal with a defamation lawsuit that's continuing for four years after his death. And, of course, that was one of the things that um, in the military community, I know just in general, uh, didn't really rub people the right way. Just the thought that, um, that his widow's estate was still having to respond for, uh, you know, this uh, claim of defamation that, that had continued. A lot of times as professionals and, and as people who, you know, maybe do well for themselves, uh, we worry about lawsuits and making sure that we're protected and, you know, that our assets are protected. Um, I think a lot of people forget the fact that that can even continue after you're gone. That's true. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's just like any kind of legacy. Things, you know, when, when, some, when somebody dies, the family has to pick up the pieces. And this one can just add, you know, injury to insult afterwards. Yeah. Uh, insult to injury, sorry. So, so Mike, tell us. Tell us the, the, the rest of the story. I know you've done a lot of research on this. Um, what happened in the lawsuit? How did it resolve? You know, it took four years. It took so four years. Obviously, you know, that's impressive and burdensome <laughs> by itself. But tell us, tell us the rest of the story. Well, apparently, um, Jesse was suing the, fam suing the estate, suing Kyle, uh, Chris Kyle to begin with. And he was uh, actually, what's the word? They, they ruled against him, but Jesse wouldn't let it die, so he kept going after him, kept going after him. So my him. understanding, so they, so they ruled in his favor. In Kyle's and favor. It was, and it, but it was overturned on appeal. Right. 
and then and then it was appealed again to uh, state supreme court, and then uh, and then they confirmed that uh, that it was overturned. And then he initiated another lawsuit. Right, and there was the defamation of it. That was part of the defina- defamation. And then, and then in the end, there ended up being a settlement. A settlement. It, it said that uh, one of the things I've been reading, it said that the, it still went to, to a jury, and it was a, a split jury, and it was an 8-2 to two decision, and they, they found in favor of Jesse Ventura. Rather than Kyle, Chris and, Kyle, and you know, defamation suits. For those of you who who maybe aren't familiar with uh, the different claims that can happen in a legal setting, uh, there are some claims that are that are personal claims uh, based on you know injury or based on somebody's action that has been taken against you or somehow damaged you. And a defamation suit is basically saying that uh, his actions, his uh, representations, have affected uh, your reputation. Right and and caused harms, right? And after I think what happened was Jesse. Now he says he can't get a job in the U.S. He lost his insurance through the, the Screen Actors Guild, and he's basically a pariah now. Nobody will touch him. Other than and, Russia. And in the military community, of yes. course, you know it affected the way that uh, that people perceived him and what uh, circles he could associate with. Right. He says he can't even go to those bars anymore. Can't associate with him where he used to feel safe. He feels like he'd have to be looking over his shoulder all the time. Doesn't know who's going to throw him under the bus. So it's interesting because he went into this lawsuit with the intention of protecting his character and, and establishing the fact that, you know, um, that uh, somebody had said something damaging against him, so he wanted his reputation to stay intact. And I think the opposite, in, in a lot of ways, was true, that by pursuing this, he negatively affected his reputation more than if he would have just dropped it. Right, and that's, that's something we've got to learn, you know, just let things go sometimes. Interestingly, you know, if, if we look at Chris Kyle and his legacy and how he'll be remembered, what, what do you think he'll be remembered for? he'll be remembered as American hero. I mean, he was a good father. And in, in one of the interviews, he says, you know, I don't want to be remembered as a killer. I want to be remembered as a good father and other things, a good father, good, good husband. And th- I think that's what the kind of reputation he has. Whereas you look at Jesse, what's he going to be remembered by, remembered as? As of now. As of now. His, <laughs> everything he's done black is basically spot, right? <laughs> big old black guy for Jesse. But, um, you know, back to Chris Kyle, uh, the way that we remember him, you know, as a, as a public, uh, will largely be based on his book, uh, on his um, the movie that was made uh, from the book, and when we think about uh, the sacrifices that are made in the military, that's it's one of the few instances that we've really gotten an in-depth look and understanding of the private life of somebody in in his type of position you know he he did he did say in an interview that it's frowned upon to go public like this you know so he was taking a chance to bring this forward and let people know what really goes on behind the scenes that nobody knows about and and i think one of the things that's worth mentioning is over time our intentions as we become successful and as we do better and better for ourselves hopefully we want to then pass that on and leave a, a easier and better life if we were to be gone for our families and uh and i think in a lot of ways that's exactly what he did by positioning 
you know, I don't know the size of his estate or what kind of life insurances he left, but what he did leave was he left book rights for a best-selling, you know, book, and then that turned into movie rights, and, you know, of course, that turns into royalties that benefits the families. Well, he left a legacy of service, too, because he has this foundation that's helping, you know, vets that are suffering, PTSD. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's so much need in that community that even just the fact that he brought it to light, I think, helps. Oh, right? absolutely. It's, everybody's a lot more aware of what's going on now. With the, You hear about PTSD a lot. You hear about those kind of post-traumatic syndromes. You know, it's terrible. And it's, it's good that we know about that so we can be aware and be able to help as well. There's a, there's a lot of need. And, you know, I do some... Uh, work with local charities also that, that work with the military community and, and specifically with people who are suffering from some of those kind of disorders. I think that uh, the, the more exposure that we get as a public to what affects people when they come back from, you know, from service, uh, the better. And, you know, at the end of the day, again, Chris Kyle went from being a very private individual with a private life to being a public individual and of course you know having a larger estate and that can paint a target on you so next week we're going to be talking about you know how as a professional or as somebody who has significant net worth who maybe has done well for themselves how can you protect yourself from having that target on your back uh, from lawsuits and, and so on and so forth and protect your estate and your family after you're gone. Uh, we'll be joined by Raymond Ramirez from Revolution Financial Management. So join us next week on Remember Me. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in.